Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast, bringing you the latest updates from the world of sports, gambling, and pop culture. Because you can't have a show without hot takes or a Tiger King meme these days. Know what I'm saying? Now, with over 200 episodes and ready to get after it again, here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Hello, everyone. Uh, excited to kind of do uh, this uh, quick draft primer because I really want to hit some of the key talking points uh, to kind of get across uh, as a whole uh, that I've seen in drafts leading up to the NFL kickoff uh uh, Thursday, but I really wanted to kind of touch upon uh, some of the big uh, issues that I've seen in drafts in past years. We'll continue to see in drafts because uh, it's already started to promulgate uh, throughout. You know what uh, uh, what's uh, been going on, but uh, you know, in terms of uh, the uh, aspect that you're going to see in uh, in drafts is you know people get caught up with, I got to have the number one pick. Uh, if I don't have the number one pick, I can't get there uh, in other draft spots. You know, that's just not true. What it comes down to is having the balance in your roster and setting up the game plan in advance. Uh, you know, uh, you know, when people talk about a zero running back strategy, you're not doing that if you're top three uh, pick more often than not, unless it's a PPR league with heavily weighted, uh, 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 bonuses on the receiving side, you're probably taking the running back up top because you've got uh, McCaffrey, Saquon, uh, and, and Zeke at the top uh, three right there. Uh, you know, and even some folks throwing in Dalvin Cook. But you have to have the game plan in place as to how you're going to execute on your draft. So that's where uh, the focus needs to be on. Not necessarily the draft position, but what are you going to do with uh, the draft pick that you have? So what, one of the... Uh, takeaways that I always uh, leave with people is, you know, what what draft prep did you do beforehand? And what are some of the common things you can avoid uh, getting caught up in? Because one of the most common things is, you know, I'll see folks uh, just looking at it saying, well, I'm just going to take the best quarterback uh, that I saw last year with one of my uh, t- uh, top two picks. And again, uh, year over year doesn't necessarily translate as well for quarterbacks. And again, quarterbacks are, uh, you know, a, a spot where, you know, there's not as much separation from the top compared to the other position. So, uh, you know, uh, the top of running back uh, for the top three versus everyone else uh, is has a much greater variance than what you would get at a, a QB. Uh, you know, uh, even with as great a season as Lamar Jackson had, you had a number of folks that didn't pan out. Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, uh, for various reasons, did not pan out as well when you took them that high compared to uh, uh, draft uh, picks much later in the draft that uh, played a factor in how the season standings ended up. You know, uh, McCaffrey was not the consensus uh, uh uh, running back one, two, or three. Uh, you know, I had him a little bit further down. I had him behind Zeke, and you know, McCaffrey put up the numbers to justify the overall running back one. The folks who took Saquon uh, consensus number one got burned uh, with Saquon's injury, but no one knew the Giants' offense 
was going to be as putrid as it was. So, again, you know, as I kind of talk about this, you just kind of bear in mind having the value throughout your draft. So when you're starting to look at uh, various lists and planning out your draft, you have to be thinking about what are my next three picks subsequent uh, to the pick I'm making? You know, who, uh, like, which positions am I going after? The rationale would be balancing out your skill set position. So going running back heavy or wide receiver heavy, if you're going to zero running back strategy, uh, and then filling out a QBM tight end on the back end, because you've got plenty of value uh, in those positions later on in drafts that, you know, people aren't considering sexy picks. So you got a Mike Gesicki, the tight end for uh, the Miami Dolphins. You got a Hayden Hurst, uh, who's uh, now uh, the tight end for the Falcons that they traded for. Uh, you got uh, Austin Hooper uh, now with the Cleveland Browns. You know, you have tight ends later in the draft. And then on the uh, QB side, you got Big Ben still uh, coming back off of injury. You got Phillip Rivers playing behind the best at what you know one of if not the best offensive line in football with the Indianapolis Colts so you have to start thinking about where you're going to get a better separation and it's in those skill position players from rounds three through eight realistically you should be getting tons of value with those picks you know again I'm not necessarily going to begrudge anyone that takes uh a Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes also A couple of things that uh, I want to make sure you guys, uh, first and foremost, pay attention to. Your league format, you know, you got to know how many uh, teams are in each league. It makes a difference in terms of your roster depth. You know, is it standard league? Is it half point uh, per reception? Is it full point uh, reception? All these factors play a role in the process of how you're going to build out your strategy. Then number of teams... And the number of playoff spots. You know, if you only have four playoff spots in your league, guess what? Try to reach for boom, uh, boom or bust players. Not as high a priority as it should be. Uh, because at that point, if you only got four playoff spots, you need consistent floor values most of the weeks. Because the, at that point, the season's about the grind of getting quality wins on the board and not having those drop-offs and it uh because if you got a, a are you if you're susceptible to bye weeks or anything of that nature having boomer bust players not exactly a great recipe of advancing into the playoffs because again you need a more consistent floor uh more often than not so they just the things to kind of bear in mind as you're going through the process uh, you know, if you uh, see that your player gets sniped uh, in your draft, don't reach for your next pick because guess what? You may be overreaching uh, and uh, cripple your fantasy team because you overreached because you couldn't think of uh, an alternative player. You have to have the alter- alternates in-, in advance. When I'm talking about planning out three picks in advance, it's a, who the players that you really want to have are, and then having two substitute players in mind. And yes, I know that's work uh, for individuals uh, to kind of uh, think that far ahead and you just want to enjoy your fantasy drafts. But guess what? Some of the opponents in your league are already doing this. So you got to be on your toes uh, when it comes to these matters because otherwise you're going to end up getting left behind. And, you know, no one wants to get 
uh, smoked in their fantasy league. Uh, guaranteed, uh, that's just not uh, something any of us want to happen. So, with that being said, uh, you know, uh, I wish you all luck. I'll do some more uh, uh, content uh, uh, heading into, uh, you know, post-draft and how to kind of manage out your rosters depending on what you like, what you didn't like. I'm not going to do so much of the pick forecasting this year because with the current COVID environment, it's really hard to uh, justify any projections this year because we really don't know how this season's going to play out. This is more about, A, trying to see if you can have a good time and uh, rolling with the punches here because uh, there's a lot going on and, you know, anyone who says they know exactly how a league's going to pan out this year is full of it, but, you know, it, it is what it is. We can only do what we think makes the most sense in terms of our rankings. I'll I'll have uh, the rankings posted as well, uh, uh, you know, uh, just so you can uh, take a look at that for download purposes. But that's all for now, folks. Uh, uh, thanks again for listening, and uh, have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.